Suck my ass. Is this thing on? <laughs> Is this thing on? What's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> am I right? Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> I think you're right. Alright, welcome to another episode of Between You and Me. A special episode. We're we're doing preview reviews. Pre-reviews? Pre-reviews, Jerry. Yeah, right? Because as you niggas know, the no, NFL season started on Thursday. But before we get into what we think, who we think going to win on Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. I'm joined by my boy Marcus. Marcus? Peters. Marcus This is actually Mario. appropriate for once, because it's actually NFL season. So yeah, you can call me Marcus Peters. I'm okay with that. Mario, <laughs> is that cool with you? No, no. Demarcus Cousin. Honestly, you call me Marcus Mariota might make me like break my leg on the way down the That's stairs. So, so I'm not. Don't even call me that. Jamarcus Russell. No. <laughs> Do not call me Jamarcus Russell. He can Russell throw either. seventy yards on his knees. Yes, he can also <laughs> eat an entire buffet by himself. <laughs> so no, I'm good. Major, you guys are just like. Scissor. Scissor. <laughs> you guys say. Who is that deep white voice I just heard? Never heard it before. That's I, Tim! I like that they can tell it's white. <laughs> just from Los Angeles. They could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight. This is the Tim we have been speaking about over the past several episodes. Yeah, we only said polite things. Yes, we've only said good things about you, Tim. You, you, do you listen? Be honest. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> also joined by my cow. What's going on? Scott. And to my round, no, she's, she's here for moral support, but Casey Kopech. Hello. She's a she's a sports fan training out here. She's 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 doing her best, learning things, picking up the picking up the ropes, you know. You know what? Casey could be our Molly from first take. Oh Molly. Oh, back okay. in. Yeah, I got you. Be nicer than Casey than they are to Molly. Yeah, they're kind of mean to Molly, honestly. Yeah. They'd be like, Molly, shut the hell up. Yeah, they'd be like, Hold on, Molly. No, no commercial yet. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't yeah, we're Molly. not going to be like Kate with Molly. She's well, nice. Treat her like she's she's nice. nice. You know what I'm saying? Molly's nice, guys. She's nice. What's the she's reason just... you're interested in Molly? Is it because she's nice? Because I like to pop her. Pop the Molly, I'm sweating. Pop the Molly, I'm sweating. All right, Belijah. <laughs> Guys, so y'all saw Packers Bears. Yes, we did, unfortunately. What did you think about that? So, uh, okay, so the beginning of the NFL seasons are typically, like, in my opinion, like, pretty defensive, which is, I guess, a good thing because, like, you know, it sometimes takes a lot of time for offenses to get, like, used to the flow and precision of the game, especially coming out of preseason, especially when neither the offenses had a lot of uh, reps because their quarterbacks weren't really playing that much in the preseason. Which is but, a trend nowadays. Yeah, but oh my god, that was like watching paint dry. Well, it's like it was like watching flags be thrown on paint dry. Casey and I were talking about this earlier, though. You know, he's like, if if offense scores a lot of points on a defense, well, that defense is trash. But if a defense shuts out an offense, well, that game is boring. What do you niggas want? We can't appeal to you, no. We want every game to be like twenty-four to twenty-one or something like that. Like I don't, I don't know. You don't like uh, people hmm. want to see sacks and turnovers, not just three and outs. That's true. Yeah, but like that. But Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith were going ham last night. Like, but if you, I mean, if you just think of think about it from a fantasy perspective, you get points for a fantasy defense if they get interceptions. Sacks, turnovers, fumbles, like things like that. Nobody gets any points for three nouns, even yeah. though like those are really great things for defenses. Like, nobody wants to see those. Like well, them. Listen, I'm, if you're a fan of defense, 
last night's game was for you. If you're not, suck it up, Buttercup. We got more games on Sunday, you feel me? That's true, that's true. You feel me? Yeah, in fact, we have 13 games on Sunday. Two of them are going to be on Monday, so a total of 15 more games for the season. We have them all here written down uh, with different um, with the different uh, Vegas lines for each of the games. We're going to go through what we think our opinions of are each, of each of the games and uh, come to some conclusions, make some picks about these ones. Who's first in the document, man? <clears throat> who, the, who first, man? Uh, Michael Scott. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I believe we have a Falcons-Vikings game. The, Fal- the Vikings are uh, favored by four in this game. What's your, what's your take on it? Well, in my perfectly unprofessional opinion. Yes, yes, it's the um, one we like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, both teams are coming back after a disappointing 2018 season, as neither of them made the playoffs, despite excellent 2017 seasons. Mm-hmm. So, the real question is who put in the work more to improve? Um, so, the Vikings are highly well rounded. My fantasy team from last year reminded me constantly that Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and Dalvin Cook are a powerhouse group. Um, and although Kirk Cousins has difficulty against good teams, I don't personally think the Falcons should pose much of a threat. The glimmer of hope for the Falcons would be that they ousted their offensive coordinator and replaced them with their former offensive coordinator, Dirk Cutter. Um, it is anticipated that this return for Cutter and the combination of Matt Ryan will bring Atlanta back to its former glory. Um, for me personally, though, I still think that the Vikings are going to win by a touchdown. So your conclusion is Vikings by a touchdown. Correct. Yeah. I know. I know that's unpopular because uh, you know everyone I've been hearing saying the Falcons, but it's I, we gonna see. It's just my my man, uh, Kirk family member. It, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he has some trouble winning against teams that don't suck. Like if we're, if we're being completely honest, the numbers agree. The numbers do agree that Kirk Cousins has some problems with that. But maybe the Falcons also like every, every once in a while they just suck randomly for a season so I'm not sure if they'll suck again this year but it wouldn't be that surprising I think their defense will take a big step up they were killed by injuries I think they had the most defensive injuries of any team yeah I think yeah I think like halfway through the season I didn't even recognize any of those players they're getting their safety back too so I have yeah. heard that Julio Jones is thinking about not playing but it sounds like he's leaning towards playing he still wants a new contract Bro, they just re-signed this nigga like last month. <laughs> everybody wants everybody wants a new contract, but like, I mean, Julio Jones is amazing. But the only the only problem is like the last season when he didn't like score a touchdown for That's you know, a how, how, how many weeks? Calvin, it was a long time. Calvin Ridley was scoring all the touchdowns. Facts. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones would have like ten thousand receiving yards and like half a touchdown. Like, bro, fucking cool, bro. <laughs> This, this should be like a pick on game tonight. This is, I think, this might be the toughest of the weekend. To pick. It, it, it's a, it's a hard you one. You guys left it for me. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. It's like, it's like the, I feel like it's the hardest, definitely the hardest game to pick between two teams that are like above average. Like, I don't think either of them are amazing, but I think they're both like enough above average that like I, I struggle to pick here. I think it is going to be in Minnesota, and I think the Vikings fans obviously will be really excited for this game, and I think they have a pretty good. Like home field advantage. At the same time, I I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons were to pull this one out. But I'd be curious to see the Vikings' offensive numbers with Cook and without him. True. That their last season, it was it's hard to, it's hard to tell how like how big of an impact he's going to be making for them. He looked really good in the preseason. I saw he had like an 85 yard run, which just looked really good. This pillow feels like it's made of eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, next up, we're going to talk about the 49ers at the Buccaneers. It's going to be a 4 o'clock game with the 49ers coming over to Tampa Bay. 
start some super inconsistent quarterbacks, but uh, inconsistent in their own specific ways. Like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, inconsistent because they get hurt every season after like three games. Stephen A. called this nigga porn star Jimmy. Like, what the fuck? Okay, nah. I, mm. <laughs> well, he, was, he had dinner with a porn star, I think. Controversial. Wait, Jimmy Garoppolo had dinner with Lisa a Ann? Don't we mention specific porn stars in my presence? Oh, Stormy. Anyway. Anyway. Now that we moved on from porn star Jimmy. So this game has two super inconsistent quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo, porn star Jimmy. Yeah. And um, your boy, whose name I can't remember right now. Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis. How could I forget he's so famous? He stole uh, a shrimp. I'm so sorry. Chicken wings. What do you say? Famous Jameis Winslow. Oh, Kratz. Kratz. He stole some Kratz. shit. Yeah. Who, uh, who manages to be inconsistent when he's on the field by having like a, an incredible number of turnovers and only playing nine games and having like an enormous number of turnovers. A, a danger to Uber drivers. <laughs> and he's a danger to Uber drivers and to W's. Look out. <laughs> Here he eats those. Main things to look out, look out for this game. Number one, it's a West Coast team coming East, which has, you know, it's also been a difficult, often been a difficult thing for them. But this game, I feel like it's really tough. Vegas has this game as a true pick between the two teams. Neither of them having like too much of an advantage over the other. Um, but I think the 49ers and their receiving core, they have um, Godwin now. They have um, uh, George Kittle, who's like been an amazing tight end last year and like, looks to continue to improve this year. Um, and Tim, your boy, Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be an X factor in this game. I think I think he might actually make some plays. And don't sleep on Jared McCoy leaving either, because that's a big he was a big part yeah. of defense. That's too. true. That's a huge part, especially on the on and that line. That linebacker Quan Alexander. Oh yeah, he did that's, too. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to the 49ers actually. I'm um, saying they're gonna win four by four points, twenty one to seventeen. Did you know my grandma has a shrine to Joe Montana? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that freshman year we lived next to a person whose name was Joe, whose girlfriend was Montana? Wow. Wasn't he the really weird one? Yeah, there was a lot of weird things about that guy. Steer clear of Joe. All right, me next. Uh, yeah, Elijah, which one you want? Let's go with Saints, Texans. Saints, Texans. That's going to be a fucking game, bro. Saints, Texans. I think that Sean Watson's going to be running for his life in but that see, game. See, here's the thing. You take out J Jadavion Clowney, but you insert Laramie Tunsil on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but how how fast can Tunsil integrate himself into the offense? I think it's usually pretty difficult for offensive linemen. Yeah. At the beginning, I I would not be surprised if Deshaun Watson is running for his life. And right. they made that trade what like five days before the season started, yeah. like a week. Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting, and that defensive line definitely got weaker without Jadavion. This might low key be a blowout for real, for real. Now that I think about it, because like. That defense of the uh, Texans is going to, I don't know, I think they're reeling from the loss of Mr. Clowney and then Michael Thomas and Drusev Breeze. Drusev Breeze. I think the Texans has had one of the worst offseasons. Yeah, Alvin Kamara is going to run over. Yeah. I don't know. I'll pray for JJ. Well, I'm going to give this, I'm going to make this short and sweet. I'm going to say, who, 28 10. Final. I think the Saints are going to score a good. 35 points. You think on this 35? Game. I mean, it's week one, so I like uh, maybe, maybe 30. 
But I, I don't think the, the Texans can win this game if they don't score 30 points. I agree. It, it, yeah, this one either have to be a shootout. Yeah. Or... Either it's going to be a shootout or blowout. Like, I think it's only a way they don't get four touchdowns if Drew Brees suddenly gets old, which will happen one day, but I don't think this summer. No, not, not this year. Through, I think, 10 games last season, Drew Brees had a 77% completion percentage, oh, no. which is outrageous. It's like Sam Bradford throwing a guy two yards away number. Right Facts. Wow. Where is Sam Bradford at nowadays? Nowhere. Huh, good for him. He doesn't exist anymore. It's about time. He poofed out of existence. It's about time. That dude got like $15 million from Cardinals to start like three games. Yeah, and he has no cartilage in his kneecaps anymore. His knees are shot. They tried to do an x-ray, but they literally couldn't see the bone. They're just like all scar tissue. Ugh. Sam Bradford, if you're out there. Thanks for watching our podcast. I also think it's time for Drew Brees to get an MVP awards. These are just... He's been overlooked all his entire career. Like, this man would throw for 1 million yards. I'm like, eh, let's give it to fucking uh, Nathan Peterman. Like, what? <laughs> I just <laughs> to Nathan Peterman. The day Nathan Peterman wins an MVP, we need to all like, eat our shorts. Like, we were wrong. Let's do Bill's Jets now. <laughs> just gonna get it over with. It's not so bad. I think the most interesting thing about this is both quarterbacks going to their second year, how they improve year over year. I think Sam Darnold certainly has the better weapons around him, picking up Le'Veon Bell. Robbie Anderson's one of the fastest in the league. Um, the Bills? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say less, Tim. Say less. Honestly, I, I was 100% on board for the... Mm. <laughs> their receivers, who I, I can certainly name. Lots of Bills receivers. Yes, I'm going to mm, like that one that's... That's that's black mm, mm, and he's mm. fast. Yes, 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 yes. That yes. one, he's good. Yes. That guy. Yes, they I'm lost, a fan of him. They lost to Sean McCoy. They released him. Yeah. They got Frank Gore. Yeah, he's still playing. The retirement home that the Bills want running the ball. It doesn't make sense. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I think Josh Allen seems pretty talented. Like at least he's he looks the part. I mean, he's he's huge. He has like a great arm. He and can everything. run too. He's very athletic. Yeah. yeah, but I just don't know about the talent around him. I think Sam Darnold's definitely been put in a better situation to do well, like you I said. Agree. Plus, they have a good defense of the Jets, too. I've heard the Bills' defense is sneaky good, but I'm not sure they'll really be able to put up any points against anyone, frankly. And, like, the thing the thing is, like, even if the defense is good, if they have to be out there for too long, it could be very rough for, it, for them, especially like going into week one. Remember last season when the Bills got destroyed week one by the Ravens? And the guy retired at halftime? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Devontae Davis? Devontae Davis. Yo, that, was a tr- that was like the very first SpongeBob. I, <laughs> I, I did not want Le'Veon Bell in fantasy this year just because I didn't know what to expect from him this year. Well, I would have drafted him because he had, he had a year off, body's fresh. Running back takes a fucking pounding, bro. So for him to have a whole year off and to not take any contacts, considering, you know, that's less miles on the tire, my guy. I think that Le'Veon Bell's like style of running is really relying on the way that your how your offensive line plays. True. I think like because like it's, there's so much patience and stuff, and like with the with the Steelers, he had a great offensive line that like was really specifically good at run blocking for him. So I think it'll take some time before he like gets used to like the new team, the new offensive line, like them blocking for him, like how things develop. Because it's all like all of his running is like vision based, and I don't know if that'll quite be in sync week one. But yeah, I. I, I, I who, who do you end up picking for this game? I gotta go with the Jets. It's in New York. I agree. Mm, it's in New York. What's that the, matters a lot for a lot of young quarterbacks too. Vegas has the Jets minus three. 
by Jets by three. Yep. All right. So I think I think they will win by a touchdown. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to do that either. I don't exactly have high hopes for the Bills this season. I think the Jets. I think the Jets honestly have a chance to be make the playoffs this year with the I, AFC mm. East. So with AFC looking the way the AFC does, and I think they have a pretty easy schedule from what I've heard. You know, it's weird. I was just thinking about the Jets. It sounds strange to say about the Jets, but I think they're kind of overachievers. They're never really as bad as people think they're going to be. Well, because I think the Jets have the problem of, like, the first, like, few weeks of the season, like, they like, they either look amazing or terrible in the first, like, few weeks of the season. And then, like, they, they honestly just average out by the time the season's over. Like, the first, like, five weeks of the season, they're, like, 4-1 and one or 1-4, one and four, and you're like, what the fuck's going on with the Jets? And then by the end of the season, they're, like, 8-8, eight and eight, and you're like, oh. True. It just, like, it all just, like, normalizes for them from that. Every season. Yeah, I think they could be a sneaky like contender for the wild card. They might finish six and ten or seven and nine, mm-hmm. but be in it till the end. Yeah, I, I mean in the AFC, there aren't really that many takers. I mean, one of the one of the uh, top contenders already uh, kind of took themselves out. And by took themselves out, I mean their quarterback retired. So you know, who knows what the oh, AFC is going to look like? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Mr. Luck. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sneak peek led to immediately into the next game. <laughs> um, so we got the Colts at the Chargers. Yes, yes. Um, Colts are the Chargers are favorite. Chargers are favorite at this game. Yes, they are. Um, but it is important to know that the Chargers actually tend to do better in away games than home games. I'm not sure uh, they really have home games. <laughs> <laughs> they have games where the, t- the other opposing <laughs> team's fans come to their own stadium. It's nice of the, it's so kind of the opposing team's fans to like fill up their stadium. For the door policy. Yeah. They couldn't sell them the tickets themselves. In terms of Colts versus the Chargers, the Colts have lost four out of the last 10. And the Chargers though, they've lost five out of the six of their last week one games. Um, they're actually pretty terrible in their September games altogether. However, it is important to take into account Andrew Luck's surprise retirement. Oh, <laughs> so it's Surprise! Jo- jo- I can't blame him now. Um, and I mean, he's fortunate that he takes over with one of the best offensive lines in the league, which is good because they're backing him against a very decent Chargers defense. Conversely, though, it's not complete reliance, but the Chargers offense does suffer a little as Melvin Gordon continues his solid holdout. He tries to uh, negotiate a new contract and get traded out. Originally, my opinion was that it would be a close game, like three points or less, coming down to a kicking game between uh, Adam Vinatieri and Michael Badgley. Um, and I did put that the Chargers would come out victorious, but I was just reading that uh, Michael Badgley might not actually play. Mm. Um, that's not looking like he's going to play. I don't think that that'll change the outcome of this game, so I'm still going to keep the uh, Chargers by three. Don't sleep on Jacoby. I'm, I'm not, and, that, and that's the thing. Um, but mm-hmm. but still, <laughs> that offensive line that they have them behind, like you said, it's really good, man. That's, I think that's a Super Bowl caliber yeah, roster. It's, it's so amazing. good. And I'm not a big fan of them doing them and everything, but I can I can feel that pain when they're like this. This it's really had a chance yet. to be. This really had a chance to be the Whoa. year for them. Like they're all their their line looks good. They're like defensive support, like like full of team oh, yeah. uh, players that can overachieve. Like I'm. I'd be really uh, bummed out. I, I wasn't mad that Luck retired though. I mean, they they already extended Brissett, so I think they have a lot of faith in them. I mean, but it is the first game though, so I think it'll take some getting used to. Sure. It's it's weird though. I like somehow like, I don't know why, but like watching Jacoby Brissett like in the preseason, like not even this year, back when he was like back like back before, I like I always thought he was gonna somehow be like a, like a 
the starting quarterback in the NFL for a long time. Didn't think it would happen this way. But like, First time I watched him play was during that Brady suspension when they were still winning. Even yeah, that's it. exactly what I was thinking about when he was on the Patriots. I was actually just like watching this video that was talking about that one season with the Chargers where they had like the best offense. They had the, like, the number one offense and number one defense of the league that year. But their special teams were so bad that they ended up like eight and eight or something like that. For like a team to have the number one offense in the league and a number one defense in the league like is like completely unheard of. But they had missed so many kicks and had so many, it was the same year they so had all those like block yeah. punts and stuff. And they actually just lost so many games because of that. And it's like, it's honestly insane to think that special teams really did them in that much. Cause you don't really think of that as, I mean, it is, they say it's a third of the game, but like it's a third of the game that's really on the field for like, I don't know, a combined like five minutes throughout a game. And right. Like, so you don't important. really think about it like that. This is kind of off topic. Mm-hmm. This is my contribution. Kind of crude too, I'm sorry. If you watch like the broadcasting of the Packers Bears game, there was a, a moment where there was interference in the mic, presumably two players on the field. And one of them, I guess the quote was, I never had my butt fingered. I never had my butt fingered. I my 36-yard line. <laughs> is what was overheard uh. on live TV. So, a, so they, they say it was either, they're pretty sure it was two players chit-chatting on the field. But it, um, they also- think That it was definitely be, not a sign. They said that it was either that or it was like one of the NBC broadcasters, but they're almost positive. It was just two players like shooting the shit on the field about Never that. Never had my butt Wait, well, what was the end score? What was your final I score? I didn't put a score, but I did have the Chargers win. So next up, we have the Rams at Panthers. Well, that's Brown. me. That's me. I bet. Uh, lightning round. Rams versus Panthers. That's going to be crazy because, like, I want to see how Cam Newton's shoulder holds up after the shoulder surgery he had um, during the offseason. Um, and, and how does his new vegetarian or vegan diet, how is that going to play play mm-hmm. into effect? Because he's slim and, and trim now. I was going to say, I saw like, I saw him like walking around and like in some, some YouTube video I was watching that yeah. came out like really recently and he was like, just like in regular civilian clothes. I was like, he looks thin. Like not like thin, thin. Like he looks, he looks fit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he looks like really fit. He's lean and mean. Mean and mean. So I'm curious how his shoulder going to hold up. And I think he had like a foot issue too. He's in like a, uh, angle. yeah, yes. angle injury. So I want to, I want to see how Cam holds up. Cause you know the Panthers like to do that fucking the uh, the planned QB run like RPOs and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. RPOs. Like, are they going to insert that into the game plan? Sort of you know? interesting to me that he slimmed down. Considering I always thought one of his strengths was that he could sort of take a punishment running the ball. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows that the rest will let him take a lot of punishment running the ball. Absolutely. No one gets hit like Cam Newton does. Maybe they were like, all right, that maybe it was like, all right, if I lose some weight, maybe they'll actually respect me. Hopefully. Maybe they'll actually cause some penalties for me, but I don't know. I'm kind of curious how. And then fucking let's not sleep on uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey either, because he's a oh, please, he's a solid. Oh, please do not. My my fantasy team needs for both Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey to be doing work of being doing work on Sundays. So. Major facts. Yes. And then how is that linebacking core going to do without Davis back there with Mr. Mm-hmm. Keekley? Um, so lot to lot to see. And then Rams. Cooper Cup is returning. Cooper Cup. He's everyone's favorite wide receiver. Everyone's favorite wide receiver. The dang near mm-hmm. like the uh uh Amendola or Wes Welker esque, but like a little bit better. I like that. I like him like Cooper. I think he's a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger body. He strikes me more of um like I wouldn't say an Adam Thielen type. Like Jordy Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more Mr. of a Jordy Nelson. Mr. Type. Nelson? Yeah, yeah. 
okay. Oh, let's meet in the middle. Let's meet in the middle. Let's go with a. Uh, I'm out of wide receivers. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna go Adam Thielen, a little Thielen. Okay, that's, let's that's go with Thielen. Let's go with Thielen. Cooper Cup. Um, and you know what? I, I think for this first game, I think Sean McVay is gonna be a little bit more ballsy with the play call. He has to be more ballsy than he was after that Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, because. He was balling the list. Yeah, facts. So I think he has a point to prove this year. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I do think the Rams are going to come out with the dub this game Mm -hmm. just because they have a lot to prove. And plus, Jared Goff has, can you live up to that $110 million contract he just got? So like, that's Mugga right there. So I think uh, the pressure's on for the Rams to get back to the Super Bowl and get that dub this year. So I'm gonna go with Rams with the dub. I'll give him. I'll give him a touch. See, see, I just see what you're missing now. What am I missing, man? See, every other year with the Panthers, you don't understand. The Panthers are gonna be amazing this year because the Panthers are only good every other year. I think the Panthers are gonna have a reverse of last year because last year they started off hot and then ended shitty. I think they're gonna start off a little bit slow, a little bit sluggish. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton still got to get a little bit healthier as the season goes on. Then I'm gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, but they ain't getting past the Rams. You know, I, I sort of think this game might be a shootout. Honestly. Yeah, you see that? My fantasy team hopes it's a shootout. Please have it be a shootout. I'd be happy with that. I agree. I'm, I agree. I'm scared of Todd Gurley. I'm scared for him. Yeah. Oh, his kneecaps. The arthritis. That's mm-hmm. no joke. Yeah, that is I no think, joke. I think Christian McCaffrey is gonna be eating there. I'll be eating on Sunday. I really do. I think he's. I think catching the ball, probably more catch through the air than running, but I think he's going to be. And they got DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. I think they can put up points. They definitely can. I think I, I personally would pick the Panthers, but I, I respect the Rams pick. That's It's a hard one to pick. It's hard. It's definitely um, The Rams are favored by three. So so on Sunday at 4 o'clock, we have the Lions. The Lions will be traveling to Arizona to play the Cardinals. It'll be Kyler Murray's first game. And... Uh, our boy uh, DJ is going to be playing, so that's exciting for everyone. Especially exciting for people's uh, fantasy football teams. So this being Kyler Murray's first game, it's really interesting. He's going to be going against up against the Lions defense, which I feel, besides with the exception of Darius Slay, I feel like their defense, especially in the uh, cornerback area, is kind of weak. I think that there's a lot of like there's a lot of um, plays that can be made there. And it's really going to show us a lot about Kyler Murray's ability because this is an NFL defense that is solid, but it isn't great. So we'll be able to get like an idea of like against a run-of-the-mill defense. Let's see where his like, let's see where his um attitude is. Is he ready to measure up, or is it is this, is this game going to still be ready too bad to measure for up his height? <laughs> so I think uh, for the Lions though, they have Carryon Johnson playing for uh, for his uh, for their lead running back. Averaging five yards a carry, and I believe he had three games over 100 yards last season, which is a big deal because the Lions never get never get running backs that run over 100 yards. Like their running game has been awful forever, so it's really Good a big point. deal that he was doing well. But it's he also had a very limited sample size. Um, but the Arizona the Arizona team last year had the worst defense um, against the run. But I'm not exactly sure if that's really technically true because let's be honest, the, Ram- the Cardinals last year were behind a lot, which meant people were running the ball a lot. So when they're behind a lot and the defense is constantly being gashed by runs, they're going to be bad against the run. I think that between I think David Johnson, I think his his ability through the air is going to like to get to catch balls from Kyler is going to be really helpful, especially for a quarterback that's like just. Just getting new to the, getting used to the NFL. Those short passes are going to be really important for him to get comfortable. 
And I honestly think that the Cardinals have enough game, uh, enough playmakers to beat the to beat the Lions. Vegas has this game as being like favored by the Lions, but I'm actually going to go against that and say I think the Cardinals are going to win. I think Kyler Murray is going to win his first game of the season. I'm hoping and I'm right. And I think from what I've seen from him, the preseason wasn't spectacular, but I think he has the ability to do this and win. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals in this I game. That. I think the Cardinals are maybe the most interesting team in the NFL this year, bringing the air raid offense to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Essentially playing Big 12 games, trying to win say 42 to 35. Yeah, is that something that happens in the NFL? It's the last time if someone brought a, a college style game back to the to the professionals and how that worked out. And they have a Cliff Bar as a coach. They do indeed. <laughs> they do indeed, Blair. Yeah, I, I think I think at least at the beginning of the season they'll be able to confuse people enough that they'll win some games. And I think the Lions are a prime team that could get easily like I don't know easily beaten by uh, enough rabble dabble and stuff like that. I know they're I know that their coach is primarily a defensive coach coming from uh, from uh, New England. But I, I I still feel like that defense is suspect, and I I think the Cardinals are going to win. I I believe in them, and I did not believe in them going into this game. This is another game that I picked the Lions to win, and I did some research and I said, you know what, the Lions really aren't as good as I thought they were. I'm gonna put it on the cards. I respect this. The Cardinals myself as well. Elijah. <sighs> oh, and I have um. I'm just gonna guess 21-17 for all these games. One of them's gonna be right, right? Oh uh, yeah. I... <laughs> I think the Cardinals it, will put up more than 21 points. If Mr. Murray gets past the nerves, I think he's going to be chilling. But you can't go against Matthew. Yeah, you I can't. I fear that I think the Cardinals can put up over 20, then they'll win. So, so you can't go against Matthew or then Stafford? If you can, you can't go against I him. think Matthew definitely can go against Matthew I, I just wanted to spite you all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think the Cardinals might get the dub, too. I'm not going to I think I got Ravens Dolphins, right? Yeah, you can grab that Ravens Dolphins. Trying to make me fall asleep. All right, I know. I should have did that one first, bro. bro. That was boring. Um, What can I say? I mean, both teams are... Well, Ravens have a fucking stout defense. They do. You know what I'm saying? Their corners are really good. Picked up Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. We got got ourselves a South Jersey boy on the defense. On the defense. Do you know you went to school with Anthony Everett? Did you know that? Yeah, he went to Paulsboro, right? And we went to that. He was in both school for a grip. We went to school with him. He was a great ahead of us. Did not know that. Yeah, he, I, I was looking through the yearbook, and I saw him and Corey just standing next to each other. I said, "What? I think he was yeah. in the same school as we are." Wow. So yeah, we know two, and we know two NFL He's players. So popular. Holy oh shit! God. Anthony Haverick has no idea who we are, but my sister played basketball with his sister. Really? There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. His sister was really good at basketball. She was like six foot in my fourth grade. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, normal, that's tall. normal stuff for children. That's tall. Also, uh, Lamar Jackson has been raving about his throwing. His accuracy has gotten better over the offseason. Like Lamar Jackson is raving about his own throwing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not like people, other people like, wow, he looks great. He's like, I look great. You know is saying? that bad form to rave about yourself? Hey, man, so if, you're not your own, if you're not your biggest supporter, who else is going to be? Will they even throw the ball or just run it 60 times a game? They're like, all right, Lamar, you get 40. Uh, fucking Ingram, you get 40. <laughs> or you thing, both get 20 a pop. The thing is, though, I think that you could do that and beat this Dolphins team. So. That's major facts. <laughs> I have nothing to really say. Josh Allen, and he's not starting. The beard, the beard, the bearded wonder. Not Josh oh. Allen, Josh Rosen. Sorry. Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. See, I just get them two mixed up. I think it's Josh. The Josh thing. Yeah. Josh Rosen. Josh, Josh yeah. Peck. 
Josh Pack, Josh Nichols. <laughs> Josh Nichols. Josh Rosen's not even starting. Uh, it's fucking, what's his face? Uh, Ryan Patrick. Ryan, Mr. Fitzpatrick. He starts for like four games. Yeah, but he can, he can really convince you in week one that he's going to be good. Exactly. He can yeah. really, he can really he's sling on week one. He made a career yeah. out of that, frankly. And by week four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, magic, the magic all wears out. They're like, let's see what he got. I'm going to just say Ravens going to get the dub. Um, I'm going to say 20 to fucking... Yeah, I don't really think there's too much needed to say. I think the Dolphins are pretty openly tanking, so. Yeah, What's yeah. What's say? Let's do Chiefs-Jaguars next. All right. I think with the Chiefs, everyone's interested to see if they can keep up that whole offensive tear they went on last year. With Mahomes having possibly one of the best quarterback seasons ever as a rookie. That he doesn't even have to look when he makes passes. Did you know that? Did you, I did not know that, dude. He makes he them with both hands. Yes, he actually makes passes with his feet with his eyes closed backwards. That's some headbutt a ball once. <laughs> <laughs> I think their offense will keep up the pace. I think their defense has actually gotten quite a bit better. They pick up Frank Clark, uh, Tyron Matthew. That Tyron Matthew pickup is a big deal. That is a huge, huge, I think huge. The Jaguars have sort of lost their identity as a stout defensive team. They've lost so many guys. Um, oh, I was gonna say I think the I think the Jaguars defense is really like just very emotional for better or for worse. I think like in games when they're playing really well, like that emotion really comes out and it's really good for them and it kind of keeps the ball rolling. But I think the, the same thing happens on the other end when things aren't going well. Like I think is going to happen against the Chiefs, they kind of implode. I'm yeah, really rooting for Nick Foles as the quarterback, but I'm not sure they're gonna get off to a quick start with him. They spent the whole offseason sort of alienating Leonard Fournette. I don't know if they have much of an offensive identity either right now. Yeah, I think Nick Foles would, would appreciate if Leonard Fournette was not to be uh, alienated, you know. So what, uh, what's your what's your prediction? I'll go Chiefs here. What's the line? Uh, yeah, the line is Chiefs by four. And they are in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Yes. So even in Jacksonville, they still think the Chiefs have a solid hold on this game. I think Nick Foles and D.D. Westbrook will be a good connection, but I'm not sure they'll start off really putting up big points on the board. Indeed. Gotta go with the Chiefs. What's the last game I had? I forget. Um, oh, the shit show. It was it Broncos Raiders? Broncos Raiders. Dear God, that's Christ. an episode in and of itself. Why do we still do this Monday night doubleheader week one? Does anyone like it? Nobody watches the second game. No. I don't know if people on the West Coast are out there watching the second game, but I don't think they are. I think nobody watches the second game. No, you just have no so. to do the it, Monday night doubleheader establishes there can be too much football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like, you'll straight up like, watch the game. Like, you'll watch the first game you'll be like all right that was decent and then like later you'll like tune back in and it'll be like doris and like whoever the and rex ryan out there yeah. like ha- talking about the game you're like no one cares about this anymore go home i've had enough football that's good to have i'm just roast antonio brown for a bit you could be this fucking guy this fucking fool i knew this man i knew this this nigga was foolish when he fucking made his beard blonde i was like what you doing nigga? Start calling himself mr big chest come on <laughs> mr big chest <laughs> Mr. Frozen Feet. Dude. Uh, we turned down a trade to Buffalo and got frostbite in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately don't know like, what goes through his head. I mean, oh, no, maybe it's because he's had that helmet that he shouldn't be wearing for so long. But, like, Jesus. Dude, dude what, what is wrong Mr. with Mr. Brown, man. Like, every it's day, it's something new. I'm ashamed to call you a cousin. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if we're related. My last name just happened to be Brown. I'm be tired. Yeah. I have nothing left. Yeah. Just tell me who you're going to pick for this game. Uh, what was the game? Broncos versus the Browns. Um, well, not actually the Browns. It's the Antonio Browns. I think, honestly, I think right now the Raiders have too much to focus on mm-hmm. outside of football. I honestly think that the, Bron- that the Broncos are going to pull it out. I think Joe Flacco is going to have a better year than people anticipate because he's honestly been forgotten. Yeah. Like, I, I low-key forgot about that nigga. He, yeah, you never think you see, like, a Super Bowl winning quarterback go to another team and it'd be, like, a quiet thing that no one cares about. Yeah. But it really was. Yeah. It, it was, was like, eh, Joe Flacco's over there now, it was, I guess. It was his defense was good. Legit. I, I think Joe Flacco's the type of quarterback that you want when you have a good defense, you know? Like, exactly. He like, he'll get you a solid 17 points of your defense. If it's good enough, we'll let that be the thing that wins the game. And if it's not good enough, then you'll lose. So, exactly. Like, Expect nothing more and nothing less from him. Major facts. Um, yeah, so I think the Broncos are going to win, like, I don't know, 27, 17, maybe. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. I was sorry. I, 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 I agree. I'm glad to agree with the Broncos winning this game. It's actually even by Vegas standards. They don't know which one was going to win. I have no idea. I, I put it on the Broncos. Where's this game being played? It is in Oakland, which is the only reason it's even, because if it was in Denver, I'm thinking that they would be. Man, how can you be passionate going in Oakland game? They're about to leave you. No, they, they don't care. Well, like, I mean, they might care. The black hole, like, it might still exist and be very, and care a lot, but, like, I don't understand how. All right. That was it for me. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one down. Look, guys, look, we not going to hold you. Casey's asleep on being Casey's tired. <laughs> Nigga, I'm tired. We really got most of the games, though. <laughs> we really did, though. We went 11 out of 15. 15. Hey, man, y'all, y'all niggas heard that, right? We got 11 out of 15, right? Two of them are going to be... Or two of them are MC East games. You feel me? Tim has... Tim, you have two more? Bengals, Seahawks, I got... Fuck them niggas, bro. Elijah, <laughs> are you done yours? I'm done your rings, bro. The teams we got left, one of them niggas is going to win, one of them niggas is going to lose, all right? Just know. <laughs> Just Steelers Patriots. The Steelers Patriots. Hey, ties, Patriots are gonna win. Ties happen. Ties do happen. Like, Alright, yes. but it's, it might not. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go. I already, I already reviewed the Patriots Steelers game. This is the Patriots are gonna win because it's in Foxborough and it's Week One against the Steelers. Are we also gonna just pretend like we didn't hear Elijah say Dunyan rings? <laughs> <laughs> heard it enough times and desensitized to it now. I'm done <laughs> Look, man, like I said, niggas is tired. I follow us. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't blame you if you don't. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? If you don't, that's cool, too. You know what I'm saying? We still... Well, next week, we'll be back at like Crack Addicts. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? And maybe we'll figure this out a little bit better, you know? We'll, we'll configure we'll this figure shit, something. man. But... We'll make it work a little better. You know better. what I'm saying? It's cool. Look, hey, if we miss a team that you like, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, if, you, if we miss a team that you don't like, you're a Steelers or Patriots fan, so, like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Or you're a Giants or Eagles fan, which we're cool with because I'm a Giants fan and they're Eagles fans, and yes. we're just like, we just don't feel like saying anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like, hey, man, our Twitter account uh, it was taken down. So... <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just stop it? Stop oh, the math. Cut it out. Alright, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Alright, we'll see y'all niggas next week, man. <laughs>